When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 9, The Ministry DC. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, I have Elisa Bennington here with me. Elisa is a young entrepreneur that is planning on opening, in my opinion, the best duo, coffee and wine bar, located right where I live in my home, Washington, D.C. The coffee and wine bar is called The Ministry D.C. Welcome, Elisa. Hi. So, Elisa, before we dive straight into the interview, let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us a bit about your personal life. Okay, well, so I'm a Hispanic woman entrepreneur now based in D.C. for almost the three uh, past years. I'm originally from Honduras and Guatemala by way of London. Uh, So I decided to relocate to Washington, D.C. to be geographically closer to my family. And I saw that it was evolving as, you know, in such a great way, uh, culinary wise, culturally speaking as well. And um, therefore, I decided to establish roots here. Uh, and yeah, so that's why you might find I have a funny accent, not completely Hispanic, not completely American, but also a twang of the London or Britishness. <laughs> I really like that accent. It's something that I can relate to. I'm originally from South Africa, so <laughs> I totally yeah. understand that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So have you always felt like you were an entrepreneur and what made you decide to take the leap and try something out? So... Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I never thought of what an entrepreneur was. I always did think I would do something related to business. I never thought I would be a big risk taker. I've always been good at identifying uh, good business opportunities and the timing um, was never, you know, like it, it was a factor that things weren't really panning out. But then as I had all these ideas in my head to establish a food-related business when I was in London, I did um, a master's course in entrepreneurial management and that sort of clarified things a bit for me. Fantastic. Um, now I realize that, yes, there there is now, there's always been an entrepreneurial spirit in me. That's fantastic. So I'm sure that in your earlier days, you weren't exactly sure on how to get going and how to get started If you could go back in time and tell the younger version of yourself any one thing, what would it be? So I think I would tell myself two things. I think number one is budget, as in budgeting. If you don't know how to budget, you know, that I think that it had I started saving money or taking better care of money, then I would understand and be more, I think, uh, successful with my, my finances. Right. 
um, on the one hand. So budgeting for sure. And then I think also work experience. Don't listen to what your parents, friends or, you know, whomever, if they tell you don't do it or this or that, I'd say go ahead and do it because it's very humbling and it's great to learn from the other side of, you know, like actual customer service and and dealing with everyday things that we might normally take for granted and that we maybe in some way dehumanize because we we expect things to just happen, you know, like in, in, you know, in a go. Fantastic. I think it's very hard for people to get going and a lot of people will just say no. And quite frankly, if you're going to make a difference in your life, you're the only person in the world that can actually step up for yourself and actually make that difference. So if you want to try something out, go ahead and try it. There's absolutely no harm in trying something out. The worst that can happen is that you fail and then you try something else out. I agree. Um, and the reason why I say the thing about, you know, don't listen to your parents if they tell you no, is because I wanted to get a part-time job working at a pub. And my father, I think, you know, the protective type of mentality told me, no, you can't do that. Um, you know, men are going to just be gawking at you and this and that. So I didn't do it out of, you know, I thought that he knew better, but I mean, and I didn't pursue anything else. Mind you, I was much younger and I could have done something else, but I just decided to continue uh, studying full time. Fantastic. Elisa, I have to be honest with you now. Coffee and wine is actually two of my favorite things in the entire world. So when you were deciding, <laughs> when you were deciding what to do, what gave you the idea to put them both together? So, so I'm a foodie at heart. I have a background in the culinary arts and hospitality. So I became, I developed this affinity for wine in the past decade. And I, so, so I thought to myself, well, why don't I set up something that's related to wine? There's, you know, there's not that many wine bars and, you know, focus and create a really cool concept but then, you know, coming from a coffee producing country, my brother encouraged me to explore the idea of coffee. And I was fascinated and I could not believe, you know, how, you know, coming from a coffee producing country, how amazing our coffee is, because most of it goes for, for export and people don't really get the opportunity in Honduras to actually see and taste the best coffee. And so I thought that, it, you know, it would be great to have a dual concept. So coffee, specialty coffee throughout the day. And then add the wine component, the fine wine from the afternoon to the night. So, you know, they're both products that, you know, they're agriculture, agricultural and they grow and they have a lot of similarities and yet a lot of differences, too, obviously. Um, so I just thought it would be a, a good a concept that would work. Fantastic. Chainers, if you ever get your hands on Pinotage wine, it's absolutely phenomenal. It comes from where I grew up, South Africa. It's actually coffee flavored wine and it's out of this world i don't know if you've had any elisa but it's fantastic <laughs> i don't think so and i've you know done uh, I, I mean there's so many wines that i say i i really want to go to south africa just for the vineyards i have to say so i'll definitely have to check that out and i always have my eye out for you know where i did one of my wine certifications they always have different tastings from around the world and i'll have my eye out for that but i also want to implement uh, different types of tastings and sensory experiences at the coffee and wine bar that I'm setting up. So um, maybe you could be our, 
you know, South Africa slash Pinotage uh, ambassador. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So what has been some of the biggest challenges that you faced in starting your own business and how have you overcome the hurdle? Resources is definitely one of them. And by that, I mean finding the right information that will help you from what laws and permits and, you know, like even the market research and what things to look at in putting things together, but also resources in terms of financing, securing um, the financing for, uh, for the business. So I would say that those have been the biggest challenges. And I, I think I've been very good when I'm faced with adversity. Um, my my mom has always taught us okay, or at least with me, she's been okay. So what are we going to do about it? Right. Um, and just keep moving forward. You know, I, I feel like sometimes I just don't allow myself to dwell too much as in, I, I might have my internal freak out and a little cry doesn't hurt, you know, Sure. but I just uh, keep pushing myself to go forward and f- to try to find, okay, work. If this doesn't work, well, maybe this will work, you know, and just try to exhaust every single opportunity. Fantastic. So funding, how did you manage to pay for the supplies that you needed? I'm sure it wasn't easy getting everything together. Yeah, well, I'm still paying for some of those supplies. (laughs) Um, So it's interesting, you know, because you have to, you know, in the process of of setting up the business, you realize you, you, you have literally what startup expenses are, right? So it's from registering money to then having the capital for when you open to construction, if you do have a brick and mortar. So some of it has been through family and a few friends. And then I'm also working on a crowdfunding company. So it's still going, you know, it's not completely, you know, all, you know, paid off because there will always be things that arise and you have to have the money, but also keep finding more money to keep going. And so I also explored different financing, uh, you know, channels such as banks. And there are um, quite a few community banks for uh, small businesses, but there's always a catch is the thing. So I'm still working on exhausting every single contact that I might have for what I would prefer as a, a private loan investment. You want investment in the way of a loan or equity, which means that you would give a percentage of your company to somebody. So I'm still financing the project. And it's funny enough, I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm, you know, am I the only one that's doing this? Because one of my mentors was telling me, you can't go ahead. You need to have all of the financing. But then I've been meeting people in the hospitality industry that they've been telling me we're still securing some financing. So, you know, that's a, let me breathe a little bit easier, you know? Right. Yeah. And it comes back to your earlier points in terms of budgeting and, you know, trying to figure out exactly where that next dollar is coming from and, you know, knowing that you're going to have enough to live if something does go wrong. Yes. Um, that's, that's exactly true. Right now, for instance, I, you know, I'm living with my sister, so we have a pretty decent arrangement between us. And so those are things that you need to even budget for. You have to not forget that you need to allocate yourself a salary, a realistic one. But yeah, you know, where are you going to live? How are you going to, you know, eat and all these things? Those are things that definitely you need to keep in mind and include in your startup expenses. 
What has been your greatest moment of success or failure? Getting, you know, recognition somehow uh, out of my hard work, you know, such as being mentioned in a publication, getting lots of followers on my social media, because I want to hold off pain for, you know, uh, marketing campaigns and all this. I want the exposure to be more organic. So the biggest successes has been finding the right people that, you know, building my team, uh, that for me is, you know, a big success because everything revolves around people. And if you don't have the right team, you know, with you, then you're doomed. So I think along the way, you know, I'm finding that people are very supportive and seeing how the brand has developed, how the reaction that people get, how, how excited people get, that those for me have been uh, successes. Fantastic. So Elisa, many people that may be listening may want to start their own business or become an entrepreneur. Knowing what you know today and everything that you've gone through, do you have any advice that you would like to pass on to them? Yes. Although I understand if, you know, like if they don't listen, because sometimes it happens. Uh, But I would say never underestimate when, uh, when you're told that you should double the amount of time and double the amount of money that you're investing in setting up and running a business for the business to actually take off. One of the last podcast guests I had said triple it even. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's very stressful uh, because you want this to happen, but inevitably things work differently. You know, uh, some things are completely out of, of cont- your control because they you know, you have to wait for the district or the government to approve permits, for instance, and then you're able to move on. So um, I try to find, you know, okay, well, while this is being delayed, well, I can continue to work in the marketing and develop this further. But, you know, so, but yeah, you know, it, it can be very frustrating, but yes, the amount of time, money, yes, people would be wiser to say. It sounds like you're literally a jack of all trades, running around, getting everything set up. It must be really, really tough to keep yourself charged up. What do you do to stop yourself burning out or, you know, feeling like you can't carry on? Wine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, number one, I would have to say wine. Um, But I, you know, I enjoy exercising when I can. Um, and I love music. I feel that music really grounds me. I think, honestly, if I could do something else, I would probably be a professional dancer because when I hear music, I, you know, I, I could get, I could start dancing on the street is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that and, and my friends, you know, like uh, just catching up with a friend, it definitely grounds me. And, you know, I can see that my problems are probably, everybody has struggles. Everybody has problems on my planet, that there is, I just have to keep going is the thing. But yeah, definitely exercise, music, friends, and wine. Chainers, Elisa's been dropping some absolute value bombs. We're just going to take a quick break and say a quick thanks to our sponsors. And then we're going to dive right back to the value link round. Chainers, are you looking for an awesome gift for the holidays? Head over to chainerwealth.com slash gifts. Katie's put together an awesome guide of gadget gifts that anyone would love. And it would make a perfect present for anyone. That's chainofwealth.com slash gifts. Elisa, why do you think that people fail at achieving their goals? That probably has to do with goals not being clear. I think it's very easy to say what you would like to achieve, but figuring out how to do that 
um, is something completely different. So, you know, and once you clarify that, how am I going to do this? It's actually about being consistent and, and going for it. So I think that that's why. Fantastic. Do you have any books or other podcasts that you'd recommend for our listeners? So I'm, I'm afraid I have to admit I'm new to podcasts. So I will recommend um, what I do for reading. Um, I love biographies and historical fiction. I just find them humbling and inspiring to learn from people's experience and struggles. I loved Nelson Mandela's long freedom. Um, I am Alala, which is, you know, this Pakistani girl who stood up for girl education and got shot by it. And, and I also l- love reading about uh, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. Um, so uh, biographies for sure and historical fiction. But I would also say anything that's related to the industry that you're in- interested in or that's related to your passion definitely is something that I would recommend. Great stuff. What are some of the best advice that someone's ever given you? Make it happen. There you go. Short and simple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And Mm -hmm. then what is your favorite word or quote? I don't know if this is my favorite word because I say the F word a lot. (laughs) But but, um, yeah, I I think it's just ingrained in me. But um, I love Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. And... Uh, whoever saves a life saves the world. Fantastic. And I think that applies not just for human life. Awesome. So Elisa, thanks so much. You've absolutely rocked the podcast. How can people get in touch with you? So you could follow me uh, on Instagram or drop me an email, drop me a few lines. So my Instagram uh, is, you can follow me at the ministry DC. Um, or you could email me at elisa at the ministrydc.com. Fantastic. Elisa, could you give us one last piece of advice for our listeners? And then we're going to say goodbye. But I would say do what you love. You know, don't, you know, don't listen to um, other people's opinions. If you enjoy what you do, you know, just go for it. Chainers, this is Elisa Benetton. She's absolutely rocked the podcast and given us some amazing advice. Don't forget to check out her wine and coffee bar, The Ministry DC. I know I'm definitely going to be down there soon. Chainers, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Catch you on the flip side.